1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for walk qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com.
0: right, we have Eric Davis from Fandango. Lots to talk about here on Brian & Company. Eric, how you doing? How's it going? Good. I mean, there's so many things going on. I mean, what, is it Barbenheimer? Is that what they're calling this weekend?
1: Yes, it is bar- it is officially Barbenheimer weekend. Uh I think the movie going event of uh the year right now uh with these two films opening both uh uh looking to do very well. Both certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. The critics love both of them and so it's an exciting weekend if you're a movie fan.
0: I don't know you, I mean I I I doubt do you get to screen or no? Have you seen, you haven't seen them yet? I've seen both Barbie and Oppenheimer. Okay. Yes. So I mean, obviously, there's got to be more. I mean, I've read about it. it, There's obviously more substance to the movie Barbie. That's why people are liking it, right? There's a nuance to it that's really
1: pretty good. Yeah, it's just different. You know, Uh, I think when you heard that they were making a movie about Barbie, you you immediately think, okay, it's going to be like for little kids and it's going to be like the other 43, you know, Barbie movies that are just very cutesy and made for very little kids. Uh, But this one is different. It just kind of looks at not just Barbie and the errors of Barbie with a lot of nods to the different uh costumes and forms and of Barbie and Ken over the years uh but it also kind of looks at our relationship with Barbie and what we expected from Barbie uh at first off or how Barbie has evolved over the years hmm. um and uh and you know and I also also the relationship between men and women over the years too so there it's there's definitely some deeper sort of messages in there. There's a lot of humor. There's a lot of fish-out-of-water humor. Um, and I think there's a lot of inventiveness, too. So, uh, you know, I give Mattel credit because when you look at the script for this movie, you, you, you kind of say, how did Mattel approve this version of Barbie? But, you know, it takes a big swing. And and I really give credit to Greta Gerwig uh, and her partner, Noah Baumbach, who wrote the the script because it's just different.
0: Huh. And, you know, then Mattel still came through they have over a hundred plus corporate tie-ins i mean i think they they marketed uh quite a bit here we're talking with eric davis from fandango here on brian and company and wtic news talk 1080 there's a bunch of other things i want to get to but first and foremost like how much how much is this actors and writers especially the actor strike is it going to hurt the box office because the famous people aren't out there stumping for the movie you know, I, I,
1: I think it's too early to tell um, the effect that, that that will have on, on uh, the box office. But, um, I mean, in the case of Mar- Barbie, the, the, the marketing, like you said, has been through the roof. Uh, and I think kind of kind of legendary marketing from, from the Barbie uh, movie. But, uh, yeah, I think it's too early to tell. I mean, in, in my case, I, I hope both sides come to a re- resolution soon. It would be great to see the actors back out there. Uh, promoting these films i think hollywood definitely wants that to happen so hopefully uh we we see that soon
0: you know I've, i've always been a big fan of of christopher nolan so oppenheimer really intrigues me but you know ridley scott is is brilliant too and and joaquin phoenix is brilliant as well what and i didn't even know it was coming this movie about napoleon what what are you hearing
1: yeah, Ridley Scott uh, directed this movie uh, about Napoleon Bonaparte. Joaquin Phoenix stars in it. It's as of right now, it's on the the schedule for November. Could be a big Oscar movie. Um, so I haven't seen this one yet, but it. Oh, so it's not good. a summer. It's not a summer movie. It's coming out in the no, fall. Yeah, and this comes out in November. I think they're going to kind of position it as uh, a big Oscar movie. I think Oppenheimer, which comes out this weekend, is also uh, a big Oscar movie. Uh, and so, like, you know, even though it's the middle of summer, I think now now they come even Barbie, I think, could be uh, a potential Oscar movie. So uh, but yeah, I th- that comes out later this year. And uh, Ridley Scott, known for Gladiator, of course, he teams up with Joaquin Phoenix on Gladiator. They're making a Gladiator sequel um, as well uh, hmm. as we speak. So.
0: Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be great. We're talking with Eric Davis from Fandango here on Brian and Company. What's the controversy? Sound of Freedom has really outperformed at the box office. What's the controversy over? Is it is there something religious behind it? Or is there some like what what's the what's the problem with the movie? Why did some movie companies reject it and so on?
1: You know, I'm honestly I'm not as certain. I I do think it deals with um, a pretty harsh topic uh, in in child trafficking. Uh, and so that, you know, that right there is just uh, is is a difficult topic uh, to, to see portrayed on on screen. And so uh, but I do think the story of the film is pretty fascinating uh, in terms of its grassroots marketing. And, you know, we talk about the marketing of Barbie where it's just everywhere. Every store you walk into every kind of, you know, it's everywhere with Barbie. But I think Sound of Freedom really goes to show you that on a smaller budget, uh, if you find people that really believe in the film and really enjoy it, and they're going to tell their friends and their neighbors to go see it, uh, that that still works too. That word of mouth is still also very a very powerful tool when it comes to the box office. And so this film uh, has, has just really surprised a lot of people. Um, and I I actually think it could have maybe... Cut into a little of that box office uh, from Mission Impossible because um, I think some of the audience kind of crosses over there, uh, hmm. but um, but yeah, I mean the people that are seeing it enjoy it. It's a hundred percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's got a fresh critical score as well, so it's a it's a it's a well made film that that people are enjoying and, and telling their friends to go see. But it is uh, it does deal with a harsh a yeah, harsh it's topic, tough subject. so yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, you mentioned Mission Impossible and that in Indiana Jones. <clears throat> Excuse me. Are, are they – bomb is not a right word, but, I mean, are they – was were these pretty critical f- failures in terms of box
1: office? I don't think so. You know what we're seeing now, and it's interesting because we saw it with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which came out in early May. We're seeing it with the Pixar movie. We're seeing it with Indiana Jones. You know – pre-COVID, we were in this era of, like, it was all about the opening weekend. There was, like, this ridiculous sense of urgency that was placed upon the audience. You have to see this opening weekend. And so, so many of these movies were really front-loaded in the opening weekend. But I think now people are saying, you know what, I'm going to go see that the second week or the third week. And, you know, in the case of Guardians and and, uh, Elemental and Indiana Jones, you know, Elemental and Indiana Jones just crossed $300 million, uh, uh, at the box office. And so it's like there's slow growth now versus uh, giant, giant numbers on, on opening weekend. There are still films that are going to open up big. I think Barbie uh, and Oppenheimer are both going to have, have good, good openings this weekend. But I, I do think there is a lot more to the longevity now of a film, even when it arrives at home. You know, that Transformers movie uh, performing very well at home right now, too. Uh, that came out earlier this summer. So I think that there, you have to look at, like, the entire life cycle of a movie now to kind of really judge its, um, how well it's performed versus looking at an opening weekend and opening and closing the book on a movie story at that after three days, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. Hey,
0: Eric, we appreciate the insight. A lot of really important movies uh, to talk about. So we, we really appreciate the time. Of course. Thanks for having me. Eric Davis from Fandango. Be safe out there, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.